Hey friends, it's your host, Steph Connell, lifelong goal getter, betterment seeker, and both a student and master of making mindset matter. Through my 10 years of experience in coaching and leadership, I've seen passion and purpose diminish to form life's cookie cutter mold. And due to that, you see the train of unhappiness get more and more bogged down. My mission in life is to get a rise out of you. Together, we are building a community of women who can not only voice their vision, but bring that to fruition. You are daring. You are valued. You are needed. And you are ever growing, my friend. The world needs our courage, and we are bringing it on strong. So without further ado, let's get to it. It's time to be bold. Hello. Oh, so happy to be with you today. And I'm really excited because I just had a moment before I even pressed record on this podcast where I was reading through some old notes of some topics where I wanted to have a discussion about communication. And I was like, wait a second, this topic is actually not just communication based, but it's also responsibility based where I talk a lot about that. And I'm like, oh, I just caught a moment where I'm not being responsible. So I'm so excited to give you the background story on this because this is going to be a really great one. And you're kind of like, oh yeah, communication, not a, not an exciting topic, but I promise you this, is, it might be something where you never thought that this was something you were doing and can totally transform not your day, but your experiences and your relationships with others. Uh, in particular, I'm going to be discussing family here. But wow, I just had a moment where I'm like, I'm not even being responsible. I talk about this all the time where I have to be responsible. We need to be responsible. Take responsibility for our actions. I can't repeat that any more than probably what I do in every single topic. I swear I bring that up where we need to be looking inwardly. I might not be physically saying responsible, but I really hope you see it through this. So I'm just having a quick look here at my notes and I want to share a story with you. It was the morning of first day of school. So you can probably imagine that it's already chaos and I think I also create this vision. There's this, mm, I want to say, kind of not a rule, but a, a, a tradition where not in our household, but just in general, where, you know, we take the pictures and we want everybody to look good. Don't get, don't spill milk on your, you know, your, your shirt before we, this was your new outfit. We just, it's the one night that for sure, prior that I can guarantee you that everybody's clothes are laid out perfectly. Everybody's planned what they wanted to wear. They've got all their new stuff. If they're so lucky to have brand new stuff, they have all of those things. And you know, the next morning you've kind of created this exciting expectation of showing up on the first day of school all in this image. And so that's how our morning started. And I have to share with you the night before, as we laid down all of the clothes of each of their outfits, Our oldest, she actually had this brand new, it's kind of, we call them, they call them ballerina shirts, but they're like those shirt dresses where they're, you know, it could almost be both. They love them. They love them to death. And so my oldest got one of her new ones. She needed a lot of clothes. She has outgrown a lot. If you're a parent, you're kind of, you get that. They go, I swear they go through clothes like 
they they grow like weeds, that's for sure. And if they're not growing through them, they're blowing the knees out of them or they're doing something. And you know what? That's being a kid. That's living. That is living. And that's what we talk about very often. And that is our intention here is that we want to live. And, you know, we learn so much from our children. But to get back on point, so she had all her clothes laid out and my middle one loved it. She wanted that shirt that she got so much and she kept asking if she could put it on and we said no, no honey. These are her clothes for tomorrow and she had her own new clothes but she really wanted her big sister's ballerina shirt. And we kept saying no because we knew, you know, they play around, they're having snacks. It would have not been ready for the next day. And my oldest also said, no, this is my new shirt. I want to wear it. And so she wanted to obviously have that experience of wearing the shirt for the first time. And so here we are, it's bedtime, all the clothes are laid out, everything's perfect and everyone's going to bed and funniest thing happened the next morning. Now, when I look back at it and it's always that way, isn't it? When you look back at these stories that, you know, you laugh at them, but during the time you're pretty frustrated and you're pretty, you know, maybe angry or sad or what an experience, a roller coaster. I mean, I think of some of my old cars that I had that just really put us through a hard time when we really had no money in life. And But now I laugh at those and I share those stories with other people. And so with this experience, when I woke up in the morning, I go in to the bedroom and both girls are in there and the oldest is still asleep. And then I look over at the middle one and all of a sudden, I just felt so angry. Now, let me explain why. Because I looked over and at some point in the middle of the night, she went into our room and when everyone is asleep, at some point she went into the middle of the room, or sorry, she came into our room and she took her oldest sister's ballerina shirt and she put it on and she fell asleep in it in her own bed super cute when I think about it right now. But what was really frustrating is she wet the bed. Now it's not the wet the bed that was frustrating. It was that she, because we've had many of those and you know those continue. (laughs) That's part of growing up and learning and, and figuring it out. But what was really frustrating is that she had her older sister's shirt on. And I just spent a few moments telling you how I was thinking of, oh no, because we don't want to get food on it and we want to have that perfect picture day and we want, she wants to wear her new clothes and she was super excited. We just spent those moments thinking about that. And here we are in the morning and she snuck into the room, she put it on and she peed all over it, essentially. And I know you're probably laughing right now. You're like, oh, I get it. If you're a mom, if you're a dad, you get the frustration. You get how these mornings go. And of course, there's getting on time, new routine. We just had summer break. There was just all the things rolling up in one. And when you think of something, it's like your perfect day. When you're thinking of your wedding day or when you're thinking of prom or when you're thinking of something really special in your life and you want it to go perfect. Maybe you've got a really great birthday idea planned out for somebody who's really important to you and you've got this all made up in your head. And then the moment that something completely happens that 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 removes that away or makes it not how you imagined, it's like, it's frustrating. Now, here's the part where ownership needs to take place because what I said to her when I woke her up, as I said, Roswell, I am not happy with you. I'm angry. You put Emberlyn's shirt on and we asked you not and I'm angry because of that. 
I'm not happy with you. Hey, I just wanted to pop into the podcast for a very quick second. A quick side note, I have something super, 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 super amazing to share with you. I have loved it for the past 10 years and it's something that I want to pass along over to you all about in this podcast. What I love to do is help people be better. In order to be better, you want to feel better. In order to feel better, we have to do better. And some of those things are how we take care of ourselves. And one of those things that I absolutely love that has just worked so well for me, and if it's something that you would love, then yay, if we find something that you absolutely adore, then yay, it's all about exploring new things in life, our energy physics. This is my all time favorite product. I promise you, I am like energy fistic all over the place. They are in my bag. They are in my cupboard. They are in my kitchen. My kids use them. My husband uses them. I use them. And literally I want to share with you this little tidbit of yumminess that I use every single day, multiple times a day. Um, and our family uses, and I want to pass it along to you in case it's a fit for you and something that you really love. And you, you're like, uh, yeah, anything that says energy, hello, pass it my way because we have busy lives. And so I want to share a little bit of this product with you quickly in a tidbit before we pop back into the podcast. So energy physics, why they are my favorite, because they help with, ah, oh, so much. Like they just, for me, I feel like they take away the fatigue. So for far too often, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I absolutely love to have a cup of coffee and I will never, never not have a coffee. I just, it's my thing. But what I love about energy physics is I don't get the crash. It's this cute little packet. I'm actually having a fizz right now as we talk, yay. You take this little packet and you just add it into your water. And what I love is it's like a few things. First of all, it flavors your water, which I absolutely love. If you're bored of just having water and getting all that water intake and it's like, well, it's just water. This helps with a little bit of flavor. They have like multiple flavors. Right now I'm having grapefruit, but they have blood orange. They have pomegranate. They have citrus. They have pineapple. They have strawberry. They have more coming out. Peach mango. Yum, yum. So all these like, especially in the summer when it's super, super hot and you're not feeling like all the hot coffees, maybe you go iced coffee. And the reason I bring coffee in is because we're always reaching for that cup of coffee but for me I would always have like three o'clock in the afternoon crash or I'm running to the washroom or you can get the jitters and all the things if I have too much coffee so with this it's such a clean pure form so there is caffeine in it that comes from green tea which is beautiful I love anything tea but what I love about this is it's full of vitamin B's for you as well so some of your alertness can come from there and then in addition to it it has chromium. So what I love about the chromium that people don't really realize about chromium is that it helps stabilize your blood sugar levels. If you find that you're super busy and you're not getting that bite to eat or this or that, and, and you were busy here and you know, your blood sugar levels dropping up, up and all over the place, that's where it can help with some of those things because chromium is built to do that. So with this, this is my all time favorite product. I want you to check out the link if it's something that you're super curious about, because part of the show is that you get a discount if you're curious about it and you want to have a purchase for yourself, it is on there. And then DM me, tell me all about it, all the flavors that you're enjoying, how you're loving it. This is my all time favorite product. Super simple. You can carry them in your bag, add it to the water and you can quench your thirst at the same time. So without further ado, as I've shared my favorite all time product with you, let's dive back into the show. 
Okay, so I feel awful for even just saying that now, and I did after I said it. But I want to be very clear and honest that as parents and in general, as being human beings, these are moments that are real and happen. No matter how much growth you have, you'll always have a moment where you make not mistakes, but something that you're not very impressed with yourself with that you could have known better. If I was outside of that situation, I would have looked at myself and go, "Mm, Steph, look at her. Like she just really wanted to wear her big sister shirt. She was really excited about that. And now I've said that to her. Now, something that I really wanted to address about this communication, this is where we're going to roll into the communication, is I had told her, oh, this this is such a good point. I had told her that my happiness is gone and that I'm angry because of her. Mm Mm-mm. No, thank you. Nope, nope, that's not what happened, Steph. But that's how I communicated. And I think very often we do do that. You know, especially when it comes to the raising children aspect of it, I've really learned that that happened to me a lot growing up. That someone would say that they were angry because of something that was done. That's not true. That's not true at all. What's true is... I felt this way. This is my reaction to what happened. It's not because of that that I feel this way. Because if you take two people, two separate people, two situations, put that in the scenario, they're both going to react different. So it's not the, the action that happened that caused that effect. It's my training or lack thereof that caused that reaction. That is my responsibility. I take ownership of feeling angry. I hope that kind of sits with you for a second because when I thought about this, I had a really deep moment of thinking about this scenario after it happened I'll tell you a few steps of what I did that really helped me process it because I felt I felt wrong in how I did it. But there's going to be a point to the, one of the steps that that is accepting as well. It's very important that you accept and understand where you are when things happen in your life and understand that you do the best that you can with the knowledge and knowing of what you have. And forgive yourself. And and that is one step that we do. But I thought about it and I thought to myself, could this have been a source of my people-pleasing tendencies? And I'm going to tell you where I'm going there because when I really think about it, if this is how, this is 100% how it was communicated to me. And the reason I know that is because I do it. Where did I get it from? I become a you know an example of how I'm raised in addition to other learning and other influences that I've taken on over the years but that portion I have not higher educated myself if you want to say in terms of the parenting aspect so I'm not reading books not yet 
anyways, but I want to let you know that where these things come out are from what I've learned, learned abilities. This is how I was guided. And you know, these are experiences when I was young. And I want you to think about this. Did you ever have that experience where, you know, let's say you threw spaghetti across the house and your parents weren't happy with you? There it is right there. That word, not happy with you and what you are doing. And so the person on the other end thinks it's their responsibility to create the joy and happiness in that other person. So Roswell, my middle child, who wore that shirt, that dress, and I, you know, when, when I say to her, I'm not impressed with you, I am not happy, I'm angry because this is what you were supposed to do. You didn't do it and I'm mad with you. You made me, me mad. I'm, I'm taking the responsibility of the anger, the frustration, and I'm putting it on what she did. She ruined my day. She ruined my morning. She did this. Now, I didn't say all of those things, but in one sentence and the feeling in that room can pass it all along. Children are so smart. They're brilliant. They're super smart and I love it. And you know what? I love it so much because it makes me think when I'm doing things, when I'm saying things, I have to actually take a second to assess what I'm doing and going, oh, is this okay? Because I'm influencing this little person's future. And so I want to make sure that I do the best that I can and actually look at what I do to create strong leadership, independent individuals that can handle life on their own and figure things out on their own. And if I'm doing that, then they will learn to assess their own responses and their own ways of handling their emotions to handle the future as well, because they see me do it. So something to think about really, because the wording on how that's communicated far too often, I actually think it, now I don't have any tangible evidence, but I thought to myself, I go, I could see how she will feel that she's responsible. Now, she should have made a different choice. That's without question. She should have followed guidance and respected what I asked of her. That being said, she is not the reason I am mad. I'm the reason I'm mad. I am the I am the reason that I don't have the tools of learning of how to calm myself down, um, be prepared to assess scenarios in the morning to kind of breathe through it and be quick on my feet in terms of thinking of other solutions versus having it all on this one moment of, of how they were going to be dressed in the morning. And I know it seems so simple and funny when I go over this one moment, but it was real. It, it was a real moment that happened for the first day of school. And you know, there were lots of things going on. We're trying to get to work on time and all the emotions started rolling around and I just had a little snappy moment. And following that, I should have communicated that when I had a vision and we discussed that it was gonna be a certain way in the morning, that mommy reacted and mommy is having these feelings. I am feeling this way. I don't need to say because of you or with you or anything like that because I'm not. I'm frustrated in the idea of something, of that perfect moment. I'm not upset with her. It just came out that way. It was brought out that way. So one of the things that I really want to guide you, if you ever find yourself in these moments with communication, and and this might get some ideas rolling of going, huh? 
oh, maybe that's why I am a people pleaser. Maybe that is why I'm too scared to say something, right? Uh, because I'm not sure how they're going to react or having the uncomfortable conversations. Why are we scared of having those things? Because of what might happen with that connection with somebody else during the communication, right? Um, why do we feel that? Why do we feel we are responsible? It could partly be because that was communicated to us when we were very young and all the way through life. The responsibility of why people's emotions are happening was always because of an external event. Someone didn't put the right shirt on. Someone wet the bed. Someone, someone messed up, uh, you know, this task at work. Somebody got in a car accident. Now you're stuck in traffic and now you're going to be late for work. Somebody. But what we're feeling is, is through, you know, our experiences and, and what we've learned from, from growing up and, and other scenarios as well. But one of the things that I want you to do is to breathe. I've made a goal for myself and that actually partially part of it is make a goal for yourself to want to communicate well. Not just using the right words, but how it's worded more so as well. The intention behind it and take a second to think about it. Take a second to think about how you want to communicate. And part of that is three seconds of three deep breaths. It will give you enough of a pause to not react right away because that was a reactive mode for me. I'm a human. We all have it. And I hope that this has been relatable for you, that you can relate and go, I have, oh, I know what I know what you're talking about. So breathe, three deep breaths. The mo- the, typically when we're in reactive mode, we're not breathing. And our blood is pumping. We've got adrenaline going. We're upset, we're triggered, whatever happens, and then we just blow up. So much is going on. So breathing can help calm yourself and it gives you a second to process and think about what you're going to be doing before you actually do it. And then I also want you to communicate yourself truly. Truly think about what is happening, the anger, the excitement, you know, whatever it is, Just think about what it is that you truly want to communicate. Not that we're never looking to hurt people, but it can happen very often when we don't communicate ourselves properly. So it will take practice. So I really want to make, I made a goal for myself that I want to communicate myself properly with my feelings. When those feelings come out, I want to properly communicate myself with my children, especially so that they understand what feelings are, What's actually happening and mummies, you know, just kind of working through that process with them, it'll teach them how to do it as well versus just getting angry and blowing up. And now we're all human. We all have moments and, you know, moments get bigger over time when we learn to handle other basic moments. And the other portion, I had a good cry. (laughs) I went in the shower and I got ready for my day and I just had a good cry. I cried and... I really thought to myself, why am I crying? Why does this hurt me? And it hurts me because I know the result of what would happen from the comment I made. And it hurts me to hurt them. Because I know as a little three-year-old, the intention there, it's not to hurt me. 
But when I communicate something like that, I could have potentially hurt her. And I know better. And that's why I had a good cry. Then after I had a cry, I actually forgave myself. I looked in the mirror and I said, you didn't know any better. But you know what I'm really excited about? You just learned. You just learned. You just grew. Because right now, you've, and and this is so cool, you'll always learn and grow and do better when things are extremely uncomfortable and painful. That's why we don't want to run away from pain. We don't want to run away from challenge. We need these things in our life to become better, to learn, to grow, to do well. Without these things, nothing happens. No growth happens. So I looked at myself and I said, firstly, you had a good cry. Secondly, you're forgiving yourself. You didn't know any better. And, and I truly talked to myself as if I was outside of me. So if I were to have the conversation with someone else going through this, I would look at, I would look at Sarah and I go, Sarah, you're a human. You're a mom. You did, you meant well. You're human. You have feelings. These things happen. And so the best thing that you can do is grow from it. And then I made my goals of to take three deep breaths and have intention of communicating my feelings really well. And since then, I've been doing better. And that's all we can do. That's all we can do is each day better, better, better. And if we take those steps, you're going to be all the way at the top. And years from now, you're going to look backwards and you go, shit, I really have changed myself. I've transformed myself, but you're never going to see it day by day. These are the hard daily tasks and journeys that we need to do in order to get there. So leaving you with communication, but I hope you see the other side of it, that there's really a huge portion of taking responsibility with some small things that even the smallest that you never would have seen taking responsibility for was actually needed. Go make it a great day. So listen, I really enjoyed spending these moments with you today, and I hope you did too. My gratitude is through the roof. But in order for us to make even more magic in this world, we've got to spend more time together. Make it your focus to connect consistently so you can continue to gain and change up your days to come. Secondly, we are a direct result of who we hang around with, and now you're in the world of becoming better. By sharing this episode, you are making an impact in someone's life, and frankly, we're just better together. And don't forget to tag me so I can send some love and shoutouts back, my friend. Until next time, this is your host, Steph on Be Bold.